0: Welcome to a special episode of Very Unreasonable Things, a very special episode because we're going to discuss Halloween 3. And we're going to have Daniel Sanders point out to us where Halloween 3 touched him and why he hates it so much. Cuz he had it rated at 1.30th of the 30 movies that were out at the time. And this is in a universe where Halloween Resurrection exists. That is true. And Freddy's dead. And Freddy's dead, and Jason That's goes to hell, true. and the Rob Zombie helms. So you Enough got a lot of ex- Jasons, <laughs> a lot of explaining to do.
1: So
2: well, if we could paint a picture for the listeners, um, Daniel did come to this podcast tonight with his shirt off, foaming at the mouth with boxing gloves on and trying to watch Daniel smoke a cigarette with boxing gloves I mean that's (laughs) that's a show within (laughs) itself (laughs) we should have people pay for that
1: you don't really know much about Halloween
3: Halloween the barriers will be down between the real and the unreal
1: and the dead might be looking in the last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red. Halloween, the
0: show. You happen to know anything about this, Cochrane? All I can tell you, mister,
1: is watch out. He's watching you, friend, I guarantee you that. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Hey, Mr. Cochrane, just what is the final process? Fellas, I was just
3: kidding! You. Witchcraft. To us, it was
2: a way of controlling our environment. Hey! Where are they taking her?
0: They're taking her to the factory. I want a mask. Can I have a mask? Uh, 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 Just uh, what uh, I had uh, in mind for you, little buddy. Why, Congress? Why? Do I need a reason?
3: I've got nothing here to indicate there was ever a body at all.
0: Operator, this is an emergency.
1: If do love a good joke, and this is the best ever. A joke on the children. I'm glad you'll be able to watch it.
3: You've got to believe me. They're going to kill us. All of us. Stop it.
1: The world's going to change tonight, Doctor. Happy Halloween. Stop it.
3: Halloween 3, season of the witch, the night no one comes home. Season
0: of the witch. All right, so um, Halloween 3, I think it was 1982. It was. Um, Directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, starring Tom Atkins, who was also in another, well, he was in a John Carpenter movie. I, I was about to say another John Carpenter movie, but John Carpenter didn't. Direct this when he just did music and produced. But Tom Atkins in the fog, uh Stacy Nelkin, and then Dan Oh. Oh Hurley. And then uh, music by John Carpenter and then Alan Halworth. Released October 22nd, 1982. Runs runtime comes in at 98 minutes.
1: Was made and also. It was a John Carpenter Deborah Hill production,
0: and <laughs>
2: <laughs> had a budget of two point
0: five million. Just
2: in case anybody was wondering, <laughs> yeah,
0: And made I four, like to point that out. Made fourteen point four million at the box office. So you know ha- what Halloween? Oh, go ahead.
2: Not not bad.
0: No, no, not like now where you got to make like two billion dollars to turn a profit.
1: I yeah, mean, well, it really 2. isn't 5, all that 14. bad. So it really isn't that bad, considering that people like ref, like looked at it as a flop.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah, like in comparison. Daniel, hang on, babe, you're gonna have to defend yourself very right. soon. So just
0: so well, I mean, what he's saying though, like too, because a lot of people are like Daniel and they don't like it because there's no Michael Myers in it. So it was, it's an anomaly amongst the Halloween series. It was the first Halloween movie not to have Michael Myers as the central antagonist. Um, First and
2: only.
1: uh, Well, yeah, but well, but yeah, to clarify what I was saying, I meant at the time, you know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. even born yet. So I had no opinion of the movie, but whenever people were in getting a- anticipating for this movie or anticipating this movie, you know, and it's like, wait, what? It's got, got Michael Myers in it. You know, what the fuck? They still go check it out. Cause it's Halloween, whatever. But that's why it didn't have the success. The uh, previous two had, you know, like I said, I'm not hating on it. This is, you know, just facts that it didn't do that. Well, but like, I was just giving its props. Of so shit, man, fifteen mil. I mean, that is pretty fucking good. You know, consider well,
2: fourteen. You're giving them an extra meal, man.
1: Well, I am giving them an extra meal, but, but that's, that's still a lot, 4. considering 4. it only cost two hundred fifty dollars to make the fucking movie. The two point five million. I mean, I, I mean,
2: <laughs> no, it's about
1: two hundred fifty dollars.
0: Yeah, but yeah, like like I was saying though, doesn't have Michael Myers in it, so it was the the idea was that Halloween was going to be an anthology type movie, right? The same thing that they talked about with Friday the 13th, but neither of those things happened for neither of those franchises. And so Halloween three kind of got stuck with the stigma of being a lesser movie. When I don't think that that's the case.
1: Even yeah, it was definitely looked down upon for a very long time until Darcy, the male girl and Joe Bob Briggs told everyone to make well, it a Joe Bob, classic. Joe and Bob. People bought that shit. Joe Bob actually
0: uh now you know I'm sure it's just an act or whatever, but he still stays on that, you know, Halloween three sucks.
2: Bandwagon. That's gotta be just an act. But in all fairness, like uh when they were promoting this movie, um Jesus, I just watched this yesterday. Who who's releasing Halloween? Who is it? My God!
1: Um, are you talking about Halloween Ends or Halloween Three? You talking about Mustafa Khan? Yeah, but Miramax a certain, a, point, a certain right?
2: company has to promote it. Like well, I mean, Friday Thirteenth had Paramount I, at some point. I, had I, New Line. At some point, I thought they ended up at Miramax. Well, I know the, the first Halloween was independent, but somebody. I can't remember, but the promotion for this movie was horrible, though. Because they because the backlash came.
0: Well, I mean, how would you promote from, this movie? You can't just have Tom Atkins having sex with people in your
2: previews. Yes, you can. And I'm going you, to see uh, it. Universal. Universal, yes. Okay. Uh, Universal <laughs> did not do a good job of promoting it in terms of. Honestly, trying to sell people on an original idea, but yeah, yeah, Tom Atkins having sex with people. Yeah, I'm there. It would have been really night.
1: great if the only fucking trailer for this thing was that fucking commercial that we hear a thousand times <laughs> eight more days to Halloween. Halloween, yeah, three more, months more days till to Halloween, Halloween, three Halloween, three Halloween, three. Halloween three
0: know oh, I got that in my notes, too. Like, the uh, jingle is real simple and real effective because you can just change the days. And then you just end it with silver shamrock. Well, it's uh,
2: <laughs> London Bridges. <laughs> yeah. It's free. It's free.
0: Yeah. Josh is a douchebag. Josh is a douchebag. Silver shamrock. See, I mean, you can put whatever every would, one in there.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, you could pay me a compliment on the next verse.
0: Maybe. Josh has a nice new haircut. Josh has a nice new haircut. So, oh, thank
2: you. Thank you. Thank you, Bo. Are
1: those little snakes? You see, uh,
0: <laughs> Daniel tried to cut in, though, when I was actually singing the compliment on your haircut verse. I don't know if you heard him or not. He's
1: like, I can't uh, stand shit. Daniel,
2: Daniel has joined the big anti haircut movement that's been growing wild on. Reddit and Twitter I hates haircuts. I
1: hates yeah, I can't stand them. them. They're
2: fucking pointless.
1: I mean, I wasn't <laughs> gonna bring it up on here, but since you brought it up, now we have to. Now you got to sit through it. But God didn't intend us to ever <laughs> cut our hair. Did you not hear about the story about Samson? Samson. He was a drug dealer in Cali, right? <laughs>
2: Oh man! All right, Daniel. Since you're smoking your cigarettes with your boxing gloves on and you're foaming at the mouth, you <laughs> no, I, I shirt, have
1: dry mouth because Paul won't let me drink my Coca-Cola. <laughs> it messes <laughs> up the know, podcast
2: somehow. B- there's, there's no technical we term for this movie. Now look, yeah. To let the listeners know, we did this like little thought experiment between the three of us before the podcast existed, maybe two years before the podcast existed, where we ranked Halloween Friday thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street just between us three. Yes, and we shared the list with their, you know, with us three,
1: basing it off of this was a real three. list.
2: This wasn't the use Your illusion list that Daniel said he did but didn't really do (laughs) no no I have proof of this like I saved it but yeah Daniel uh, ranked this movie the big three Daniel ranked this movie dead ass last
1: I did because we were doing the big three which is Michael Myers Jason Voorhees Freddy Krueger without the character in the fucking movie it I
2: put it at the bottom you did I I need you to defend that choice now. Oh, because if I'm going to watch a
1: movie and I want to see Michael Myers cut a motherfucker, I'm not going to pick the movie The the Motherfucker Ain't In. Even if it's like I only have access to one, and it's Resurrection. And I, for some stupid-ass reason, have to have a Michael Myers fix. I'm not picking... (laughs) But what Season if you're
0: what if you're just picking a movie to watch out of the three franchises based on the quality
1: of the film? Are you still going with Resurrection? No, not at all. And, and we discussed that. We uh, discussed um, that privately before we started even doing the podcast because we've talked about this whole scenario, making jokes about it in like five. Yeah, episodes. because we almost quit being friends because of this. We did. I did. Uh, we cool again? I'm uh, oh, i to be honest up? i'm still not friends with daniel <laughs> you're still on the fence <laughs> we're gonna but see no, what uh,
0: we're gonna see where your star rating falls at when we get to the end and i'm gonna make a oh, determination then yeah. oh yeah the future uh, of this podcast
1: hangs on how you rate this movie oh well then we need to go ahead and get our ratings out of the way but no man uh like i said <laughs> when we talked about it before i forgot where i did put it but i think that i had said uh like maybe 17 or 18 or something like that. Like if I were to, if I were to take that thought process of Michael Myers, not being in it and such
2: fucking, like um, so you would rather have Michael, Michael Myers as a joke in resurrection. than not have Michael Myers. Josh,
1: you hadn't been listening for the past two goddamn years of talking about this. It was solely The big three. Out of all those 31 movies, there's one movie where one of the big three is not in. So I just put that at the bottom, and then I created my list. You know what I mean? That's why I did that. Now, if I were to take that thought process out of it and rank it with the rest of them, it's around 17, 18-ish. But Resurrection is still above it. Yeah. (laughs) Resurrection was like number five. (laughs) Fair (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. We're right <laughs> under Freddy's dead.
2: <laughs> Man, the joke was fine without the Freddy's dead, Daniel.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, it's like I just went too far. But you you did.
2: You, you had the punchline, and then you just you lost your audience. Well, we so, lost Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he died Michael died in 2012 because he knew your shitty opinion
1: <laughs> oh well no i wasn't talking about that michael i was talking about michael our listener
2: no i think uh, Michael henderson purposely died because he knew that <laughs> oh man i don't know if i could laugh at that but i want to make jokes too
1: uh michael <laughs> would laugh at that oh he would he would and he definitely would not listen to this goddamn
2: podcast. <laughs> I've been meaning no, to, no, to no, 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 no. <laughs> we would, if, if, good Lord willing, if 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 Michael was still alive today, we would beg him to be on the podcast, and he would refuse.
1: Well, because he, he wouldn't
0: want to <laughs> like, make. No, I'm good, man. He
1: wouldn't
2: want to make the did, trip. Watch the movie.
0: Yeah, there would be something. <clears throat> He'd just be like, "Nah, man, I can't. Uh, I can't make that trip today." Or. <laughs> Like, like what like do you got going on? Got going Nothing, on, bro. Like Josh is gonna pick you up. Why can't you come? Yeah, <laughs> I just
2: don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't do it. Yeah, be- no. So, all right, well, let's let's get what, into the history of what, yeah, what's like your history I was just about?
1: To break out into that, and I'm gonna go first, right? Because I feel like I'm just gonna take over this shit. Go ahead, all
2: right. Oh yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be. It was like 2018
1: or some shit like that, and Josh put a gun to my head, right? And I was like, you're going to have to pull that motherfucking trigger. And he did, but it was empty because he forgot to load it. And I was like, all right. well, he's I don't know serious. how to load a yes. gun.
2: <laughs> I, he knows
1: I, how to point it and squeeze, but not how I to load it.
2: I'm from Mississippi. If you give me a gun, I would not know how to load it. Yeah, That's the reason you why know, I'm not in Mississippi now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> man. they ran me out
2: <laughs> but no man Like black I feel like obviously needed.
1: going with the jokes and all that I mean I feel like you guys probably it fell below the radar as well because whenever you were in your teen years and watching these movies you know you're thinking I'm going to watch Michael Myers I'm going to watch this so this one might have slid by like under the radar or whatever for a while but for me I think that I don't know, I might have been like, I don't know, 13, 14, something like that. Like revisiting all of them and was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch this one. Oh yeah, this is the one without Michael Myers. I've never watched it, I'm going to check it out. But I remember watching it and being like, okay, you know, it was a different story. But, you know, whatever, didn't blow me away. You know, I wasn't like,
2: snakes and bugs? Who the
1: fuck thinks that this shit This is art?
2: Wait a minute, wait a but minute, uh, Daniel. Tom Atkins sucking on a titty didn't do anything for you.
1: He straight was sucking that titty, bruh. <laughs> yeah, no, really? She was like, look, as long as he doesn't actually make contact, and he's like, Look, it's gonna play on no, screen, trust me.
2: I'm a method. There's actor. no nudity in this movie, but Tom Atkins sucks a nipple. Yeah, there, no, there like is half no half nudity. It. Yeah, there is a, half huh? a nipple.
0: You see Tom Atkin's
1: ass. Oh shit.
2: Oh well that's art, monkey.
0: I'm <laughs> but yeah, he does take that nipple out of view completely. Uh, oh yeah, and you can see like it he's is. actually sucking on it because the, you can see the flesh moving with the suction.
1: Yeah, especially on your sixty inch. I was I guess, watching it on my twelve inch.
0: Like I said, method actor, man. Yeah, you know, he's got a he's committed to the art.
2: I didn't even notice the flesh bone. You just you just giving yourself away on
1: that. You're giving yourself away, Josh. You were studying too hard on Tom. Oh, no. No, I was
2: jacking it the entire time.
1: Josh is jerking off looking for reflections to see that mustache. He's like, I'm sure there's something shiny around the room where I can see it.
2: Hey, look, uh God, we're such a professional podcast. Oh yeah, they're gonna tell Top tier but be. Daniel, I I know you got the message. Whether you read it and process it but at the end of the each episode now we're gonna give our Daniel award our josh award our bone award I don't I, I know you do you know about that right yeah I got that yeah he got it okay yeah so i gotta I'm just second. gonna I, yeah I'm not gonna say mine now but you're gonna give us your history with the movie instead? No, I was
1: gonna, <laughs> I'm, okay, gonna bone. I'm gonna stop you right there and leave.
2: <laughs> I won't get there, but Tom Atkins is the man in this. He's not my he doesn't get my award, but I love Tom Atkins in this. I love Tom Atkins. My history with this movie is uh pretty non-existent up until like the mid-2000s. But in in all fairness, a lot of Halloween franchise compared to the big four that we're covering has been in my blind spot up until the mid-2000s. This didn't get the play on AMC that the first two Halloweens got or – Four and five and six. This one is like the ugly stepchild. That to where it wasn't on TV a lot. So like I wasn't introduced to this. I was introduced to it very late. And. I knew about the ugly stigma. And. I would say in the last decade. I've grown to, with each viewing, appreciate it more and more. As most people have, obviously. But, yeah, I see the flaws. And I see the the beauty.
0: I saw the movie on VHS in the 90s at some point. I don't remember when. But yeah, I think it was. I think it's kind of like a. It might have been like kind of like Freddy's or Night Run Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, where it was harder to find on VHS than the other ones. But I saw it, watched it. And then, yeah, didn't have to wait until the 2000s to watch the other Halloween movies. I'd watch those pretty regular. Absolutely. So I know. And yeah, there's, there's things about the movie that are good. And there's things about the movie. I, I'll say this on the front side before we get into it. Like people with legitimate complaints about the movie, I can see those. You know, people that legitimately like the movie, I can see that. I feel like there's been this thing where, you know, there's a lot of people that claim to love Halloween 3 just because, you know, They're that's... That's the trendy thing to do, yeah. It's it's like, oh man, I love Halloween Three. It's the best in the series. It's kind of like that thing now where you see people talking about they love Freddy's Dead, and it's their favorite. You know, I almost feel like it's like, do you really, or are we just doing that because you know we want to seem hip and cool? Um, but
1: well, there's on three the flip types side. On that.
0: Well, as I say, on the flip side of that though, is the people that just dislike Halloween Three because there's no Michael Myers. You know, I don't know. That's not a legit gripe because you should be able to separate those two things and just be able to judge Halloween three based on merit. Just pretend it wasn't called Halloween three. Just pretend it was called season of the witch Witch. and watch the movie. And then how do you feel about it? Yeah. You know, don't ding it because it's Halloween three and there's no Michael Myers, but then also don't sit there and be like, Oh, I love the movie because you know, Everybody else loves the movie or, you know, somebody that you watch on TV or Twitter or social media or whatever likes the movie. And so, so you, you want to feel like you're the same as that person or whatever.
1: Like, exactly. I haven't thought Cause about it, it. I mean, it's a wild-ass plot, you know? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it is. Like somebody was, you know, took a couple of hits of ass and it feels like for whenever they started writing the climax of, so what are we gonna do to these kids? Oh shit, we forgot. Yeah, right, so essentially uh... well let's let's talk about the plot
0: real quick and let's just get it out there. So the movie is um, it starts off with a guy on the run from some dudes in a suit ends up in a hospital with Tom Atkins who's apparently slept with everybody. and I'm gonna circle back to the Tom Atkins sleeping with everybody, but like he's patting nurses on the ass. He's talking to coroners, and apparently they've had a relationship, you know. Um, but anyways, the dude's on the run from Silver Shamrock, you know, evil mass company, a tale as old as time itself. It, Tom Atkins and uh, the dude's daughter end up back, you know, investigating, and they go on a tour. And it turns out that, you know, the mass company's wanting to commit, like, mass sacrifice, Through Halloween masks that have laser beams and there's robots and you know, shit happens. So yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. Like you said, it gets out there.
1: Yeah. Like never question the power of Stonehenge.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Stonehenge. Uh, I forget about Stonehenge. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was Apparently, more than, that's uh, some it, special stones.
0: It was more than 18 inches tall, so it threw me off. Um, uh, yeah. I'm used to Stonehenge from Spinal Tap. Exactly. I, I need a dwarf dancing around it, almost stepping on it. But yeah, what would you think about the plot,
2: Josh? <clears throat> yeah, I... You know... I'm here for it. And, you know, we... we you know, no matter I know, I know you said that like it's a hip thing to like this movie. And I get why you say that because it is no, like not,
0: not you're you're misinterpreting me, I think. Not like it, but to act like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread.
2: Well, no, I don't I don't know anybody who claims Halloween 3 is the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I know Halloween 3 has found its following as most cult movies do and I think this is a cult movie and I think when I just rewatched it because I'll put this movie on in the background while I'm doing other things and I really won't pay attention and this is the first time I've sat down and watched it in in a hot minute and the reality is that you don't even have to squint that hard this is a John Carpenter movie. And this is peak John Carpenter. Now, did he write the script? No. But Tommy Lee Wallace came from Carpenter's um, little family. And he was handpicked by John Carpenter. He used Dean Cundey. Dean Cundy shot this movie. This movie is a Carpenter movie without being a Carpenter movie. And... The plot gets out there, but it is glorious. I mean, just it's it's so bananas that I'm fucking here for it. I am, you know, and, you know, I, I always like to view a movie and sometimes, you know, I'm fallible. I don't do this 100%, but I, I like to view a movie. It's very modest uh, of you to say sometimes well, yeah we'll let the listener decide but what a movie's trying to go for and what the movie accomplished and what this movie's going for is fucking big and I I love it because it's it's such a bananas plot and and I I'm gonna say this just because... I'm going to say thought. this because,
0: what? I was just saying that that what you just said that was deep. That was deep. We're talking about Fuck your golf, your gap his
2: face there. Go ahead. No, Present, I, I heard is, Daniel talking to somebody.
1: I'm to no, uh, Daniel? Huh? I was talking to you guys about how deep what you just said was.
2: Oh well, then Daniel, stop drinking Coke. I can I I can't hear you. I told you to get a mega straw. Anyways, what are you gonna say? Yeah, like I, I don't want to lose this thought because I was gonna save it to the end, but a movie with the lead is Tom Atkins. I mean, that would never exist in today's movies. To where oh, you have like a no. That I mean and Tom Atkins looking like he looks, which is just an average Joe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that shit does not exist. And the fact that he's our lead and he's an alcoholic doctor, fucking sign me up, man. Like just everything about this. And he's and 80s the, flirty with the oh, ladies? Not all not only 80s flirty, like Which is
1: 2020 sexual harassment. See, I think you're (laughs) proven. I think every woman
2: wants to fuck him in this movie. Honest to God.
0: You're proving my point on what I said, though. Like, So you have legitimate reasons to like the movie, whereas some people are just like, oh, I love this movie and adore this movie because this influencer said that the movie was good.
2: I don't know how that's proven your point because I I don't even
0: know if I I agree with your point. Well, it it doesn't matter if you agree. We'll see. Oh, so let's give a little context for this. All right, guys. So here's the deal. Josh doesn't use any kind of social media or anything other than Reddit. So if it's not on Reddit, if an opinion or anything is not on Reddit, it doesn't exist in his mind. So like anything that happens, the millions of other things that happen, he doesn't know about and he doesn't acknowledge it. So when I'm talking about some of these things, I'm talking about outside of just Reddit, where people you know, make these comments that like they love this or whatever. It's coming from other forms.
2: And, yeah, like, and you are uh,
0: and you are proving my point because you just gave a bunch of legitimate reasons as to why you like the movie, which is cool. That's that's what i you know, that's what you want. You want somebody to say, I like the movie for these legitimate reasons. Like you what you said about Tom Atkins and not being able to have like we know who would be in this movie if it was made today, it'd be the fucking rock.
2: Oh sweet and, Jesus! Hopeless. And the
0: and the and the robots and and shit wouldn't be able to land a punch. It'd on be Mark the,
2: Wahlberg, because it's a fucking
0: rock, or, or yeah, or Marky Mark, or whatever. So, but you just gave a bunch of valid reasons though, and that's what you want. You want people to be like, I like this movie because of this, not because. well, I like. It'd be like me saying, I love this movie because Josh loves this movie.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because I think Josh, I think that you're uh, so used to us fucking with you and giving you shit and calling you a (laughs) hipster and shit that you're thinking that he's attacking you whenever he's saying that you're legit on your thoughts and like for this movie because you're giving valid points on why you like this movie when other where we because I see it too in like movie um, pages and shit uh, where you know somebody will say something good about a movie and if it's a cult movie you'll hear about it for a fucking weeks. About how everybody loves this fucking movie, and well, that happens with because, Halloween three. Yeah, because
0: some influencers said they love it.
1: Yeah, like that's the that's why I made the joke about Darcy.
2: Well, Yeah, yeah, Darcy. Yes, yes, and I, and I'm assuming well, she has that there legit reasons. Like a,
0: she has legit reasons why she loves it, but it's all the people <laughs> that she
2: wants to fuck Tom Atkins. Well, I mean, that's no, a legit yeah, reason. She's, but she's what I'm saying, she's so thirsty for Tom Atkins. She but has, has legit the thing, reasons.
0: Though, Though and then the people that just parrot what she's saying are just Don't. doing it to we're just doing it because somebody told us to.
1: Yeah, that's not a legit reason. And there is a lot and about then, this movie to to applaud.
0: And then there's the people that dislike the movie because you know, for
1: just as asinine reasons. Exactly, because no Michael Myers is in it. It's just as silly. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> Daniel are you looking in the mirror right now (laughs) no I'm looking at my camera (laughs) pointing back at me and um, it's not working it's not working much (laughs) yeah well no I just can't see you guys I can see me I look fucking great
2: that's crazy that's crazy I I mean, my camera's working,
1: but it's just not connected. I don't know. We're, 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 we're a
2: professional podcast. Though. And I do want
0: to say, That's too, right. like I don't want to make it sound like it's an attack on Darcy because it's not, because she's done a lot for the horror community. And, you know, I mean, hell, she she helped bring back Last drive or she brought Last Drive-In back, or brought Joe Bob back, not Last Drive-In. Last drive is a new show, but she brought Joe Bob back. Like, she was, like, directly responsible for that. I'm just talking about when people blindly follow somebody because they're famous, and then yeah. we just we take on their opinions instead of developing ones of our own. And you exactly. have one of your own. Dog in so I was complimenting either. you, Josh. But I think you still just want to like be combative with me. Look at him. He does no, him. What? the way he's shaking his head. He's just I like, I can't uh, look at him. But I, I know he wants to be he's combative. Like, he's like, I can't stand this no. fucker agreeing with me and complimenting me.
1: I'm not going to tolerate it.
0: Here no. It what,
2: what? Here comes. The thing I was going to say. Uh, Here comes. The thing I was going to say. Uh, I do think, it. Yeah, I'm not on social media. I'm on Reddit, but I think the internet is a hive mind. And I do think Hollow I because I have seen people who love Halloween 3 on Reddit. Which is a branch of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And I know what you're saying, Bone. Those Freddy's dead people. Have to be Robert Shea's alternate yeah. accounts. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's, it's funny because I'm glad you brought that back, Josh, because there was something I wanted to say, but I was letting Bone finish his thought. That there's three situations there for Rachel Talloway. Say what? I was just saying Rachel Talloway.
2: <laughs> Rachel <laughs>
1: Talloway's alternate accounts. Robert
2: England's. Go ahead, Daniel. I'm sorry, babe. I love you. Go ahead.
1: No, it's all good. I was just going to say, like, you have – your people who watched that at a critical time of their beginning of like watching and the, and the, and the building of their love for horror movies. So it'll hold a special place, even though it is goddamn ridiculous. You do have those people who will love it because of nostalgia. Right. And, we're all guilty of that, where it's like, okay, yeah, that movie's pretty damn silly, but I just fucking love it. You know what I mean? It's something I watched whenever I was a kid or whatever might have hit at the right time in their life. And then you have um, straight fucking liars. You know what I mean? <laughs> that just want to say it to pump that because they know that it's like people are going to fucking go crazy that I'm saying that this is good. And, and they that, that attention whore shit, you know? Um, and then three is uh, mentally unstable they have had a complete
2: psychotic break. <laughs> I, I think we're talking about Tom Atkins character in Halloween three. <laughs> oh dude, dude. I'm telling you.
1: So it's so funny. Oh, go ahead. Bon.
0: No, if you got a point, cause I'm, I'm going to take circling back to something Josh said earlier, but so if you got oh, something well, you, to say you want ahead, to say, I
1: was trying to circle it back to the movie. Okay. Well, that's what I was do. So,
0: Joshie brought it up, and he's talking about like it's a John Carpenter movie, and I think it's like it's very evident. Like we're right off to bat in two things. First off, obviously the the music, it's a fucking John Carpenter score, dude. You know, you get got the fucking synthesizer and everything going. He's and he's always got kind of the like background tone that plays, and it's just kind of like, eh, and then you have done a done a kind of beat, and I, and I love it. I, I I love John Carpenter scores. I love John Carpenter music and movies. So you're never going to hear me complain about John Carpenter music. I might complain about a John Carpenter movie, like if we ever talk about like Ghost of Mars or something, but I won't t- talk about John Carpenter music.
2: Um, I'm going to put my flag down, and I think this is my favorite John Carpenter score. So
0: the other thing is it's it's dark, man. It's a darkly filmed movie. Like It looks like it's at night. Like, there's movies you yeah. watch that are filmed and it's supposed to be night and it's pretty bright. We've talked about this before. This is a dark movie. And, you know, in the 90s, when I watched it on VHS, it was a problem. But now that you can watch it on Blu ray, it's not as big of a problem because you got better TVs, you got better transfers, you got better quality. So it's easier to watch. But I can, like, I can remember the frustration of watching movies like this back in the 90s when you were watching them on VHS and it was just so fucking dark and you couldn't see shit.
2: But there, but there's a beauty to that, too. I will say this, too. Um, not in the 1994. There's not.
0: When you can't see shit on your little CRT television.
2: No, you can, you can only appreciate that in hindsight. I'll agree with you. I. Um, for no reason. It's not like I watched this because I knew Halloween 3 was coming up and we were covering it. But. Excuse me. I have watched John Carpenter's Christine twice in the past, like, month. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Christine. And there is just... He made this... And, again, this isn't a John Carpenter movie. This is Tommy Lee Wallace. But, like, Christine came out a year afterwards. But the similarities just... I don't even know if Dean Cundey shot Christine. It fucking looks like he did because it's almost like certain shots. Like you said, the darkness when Christine gets dark, you know, and Christine's in the alley. Cause some of this movie is just headlights coming at you in the dark. Mm -hmm. The movie opens up with that, you know? Yeah. And you have Carpenter score like you do with Christine And like I said, I I think this is Carpenter's best score. He worked with Alan Howarth. Howarth? Yeah. You know, and again, I'm not a I don't have my Ph.D. in in Carpenter music, but I don't know what Howarth brought to it because it sounds like a Carpenter score and it is so fucking good. Like in every scene, every scene. Carpenter's bringing
0: it. Well, maybe Howard threw at the uh, silver shamrock jingle. Probably
2: so. Maybe again, that was like London bridges, and he's just collecting a paycheck every year. <laughs> We're still in London bridges.
0: <laughs> well, you had to, somebody had to come up with the silver shamrock. Daniel's drinking you know a coke, drinking a coke, drinking a coke. Daniel's drinking a coke. Drinking a Coke, Drinking silver, a Coke. shamrock.
2: You uh, know who's doing the voiceover for like children?
1: Who?
2: That's the director, Tommy Lee Wallace. Oh. No. That's crazy. Side note, side note, because I don't know. If we, I mean, we never really go beat by beat. We kind of just, you know, go here and there. But do you do you remember the um, the curfew announcer?
3: mm Hmm.
0: Well, and I was going to talk about the curfew when we got there, actually. Because do
2: okay. you know who that is?
0: No, who is
1: it?
2: This is Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Oh, okay. damn! That's crazy. Yep. No, yep. it makes sense.
2: Watch it again. Like it's 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 very I very worry. obvious. That's,
1: that's never happening. I do want to
2: say... I'll tell <laughs> you didn't even what, watch it this time. <laughs> I think that the majority
0: of the acting in the movie is fine. Except for one person.
2: You want to oh, I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, you want to take a stab at it?
2: Yeah, That's hang it. on. Are you talking about Ellie?
0: Well, Ellie was... Um, I didn't even get the name. They're not in the movie very much. And the majority of the time, you just hear them on the other end of the phone.
1: Oh, oh are you, you talking are about you, this assistant lady?
0: No, I'm talking about Tom Agnes. Uh, no, his ex wife.
2: Um His ex-wife who was oh, yeah. who who played um, Annie Brackett. Annie.
0: Annie, yes. Yeah, I got her, her name written yeah, down. Nancy Keys or Kyes? Yeah, dude. Her acting in that scene that the one scene where you actually see her. Man, it's just as bad as it was in Halloween. And then you just hear on the phone and I'm
1: just like, oh man. Yeah, the nagging on the phone was like Jesus Christ, but you're like, are no right.
0: wonder Tom Atkins left. At first I thought they probably split up because Tom Atkins was just out there chasing tail, you know. Oh, tame and no. strange.
1: She got too old for him.
0: But then
2: well that would be, you know, <laughs> DiCaprio. <laughs> Tom Atkins is a Leonardo DiCaprio of 1983
0: yeah so he uh, I, at first I thought well you know they probably split up because he's just out there fucking everybody because like like I said it's just like man when he talks to the nurse you know and he's like oh I should have married you oh and dude then he he pats, is... he pats her on the ass and she's just like oh chalice
2: the coroner
0: stud. yeah the coroner and then as soon as he meets uh, the daughter I and mean, she's like where do you want to sleep? And he's like, that's
2: a dumb question.
0: No. And then, that and then after. Bone.
2: That's a horrible line delivery.
0: Whatever. I'm not an actor. Can you shut up and let me finish my thought? Thanks.
2: Yeah. But Tom Beckham was, was like, lady, that's a dumb question. Anyways. it's a And then, dick.
0: hold on. Can I finish what <laughs> I'm saying before somebody steps over it? <laughs> because this is important to point out too it's not until after they fuck twice that he's like
2: wait a minute how old are you (laughs) 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 now look in Tom Atkins (laughs) fuck hang on hang
0: on the motherfuckers didn't have any (laughs) luggage or any change of clothes but she brought some lingerie and then you know when he's and then he's like (laughs) he's like hey by the way you're legal right because of I've already fucked you twice. and
2: No, in all fairness to Dan Chalice, he only fucked her once. But, yeah, your point is still very valid. <laughs> I don't think
1: I'm going like, to hold up in court, Josh. I <laughs> <laughs> only fucked her once, Josh. She didn't tell me she was no, 11. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, no, she, the thing
1: is, she could drive. She had a driver's license. She was close enough. It didn't matter. But
2: I yeah. guess you had a driver's license. I didn't check. I brought a six pack for the Right?
1: Trailer.
0: Yeah, his That's first
1: he <laughs>
2: picked. That's what he packed.
0: His first thing <laughs> when he gets there is like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's stay the night and let me go find some booze."
2: Oh, yeah. oh, dude. Hey, you know what? I feel you on that Dan Chalice. The funny thing is, though, is when Dan Chalice showed up to his ex-wife <laughs> and his two kids. <laughs> He's got two cheap Halloween masks uh-huh. and brown paper bags that held his booze. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. It was two cheap plastic Halloween masks, but just the masks. There was no costume I know. to it. That's what I thought about, <laughs> yeah. too.
0: Because I remember those because they used to come in like little clear plastic bags. You know, you'd have the little plastic costume and the little mask with the rubber yeah, band that would always mean, get caught in your fucking hair.
2: It took thirty-three cents to make, you yeah, know,
0: and you could have bought it for but, like two bucks.
2: Yeah, yeah. But they had the they had the cheap costume with it, and he, this drunk ass motherfucker probably just stole them
3: <laughs> and
2: put them in his his two brown paper bags that had his booze in it. It was so yeah. funny.
0: But what I was getting back to though is, I imagine he left his wife because of her horrible acting. Um, so no
2: I will say this I will say this is this is sort of and I think she ended up marrying Tommy Lee Wallace cuz Tommy Lee Wallace worked in the, on the first Halloween um but it's so funny in 1978 she's playing Annie Brackett a senior in high school 17 18 years old mm-hmm. In 1982, she's playing like a fed up wife, ex-wife with two kids, a middle-aged mom.
1: Yeah, like two grown kids.
3: Yeah, I mean they're I like mean, ten
0: at easy. Who love their silver shamrock masks? But I see why you That's, love those silver shamrock masks. They look good.
2: They look real good. Which one are we? Which one are we picking?
1: Um. I think that I had to get the skull, man. It was I either I like, the skull or the pumpkin, but I think I the I like the Atlanta skull, skull. mask, too.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah witch the skull, skull or the witch. Yeah, the witch looked good, too. Yeah. The, the pumpkin was probably the most basic out of all of them. And probably, they probably just had
1: the pumpkin mask so they could tie it back to the whole...
2: Cover Halloween art. thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like the the fact that there's a Halloween costume on Halloween and pumpkins
2: everywhere well,
0: at Halloween. Well, and then the previous two movies had fucking pumpkins on the cover of them. But yeah, I, I, and I'll say this about, and I'll give the movie a little credit on this one, because we talked about on Halloween too, about the hospital being fucking dead, like nothing happening. At least there was people in this hospital Yeah, working. Like, I get that it's at night and you may not have as many people there in a smaller town, but, you know, at least this hospital had people working in it. So, I mean, uh, apparently it's just like the fucking hospital in Haddonfield, though, where they're just fucking, you know, having sex wherever. But. Now, why did you hate the uh, hospital, Daniel? Because you hate the movie.
1: I hated the hospital because Michael Myers wasn't in it. <laughs> that's how why did, I hated the hospital from Halloween 1. How
0: did you feel about all the casual sexual harassment going on?
1: No, it is funny cuz like watching it nowadays it's just like holy shit it's just crazy that like you're just like that's a
0: lawsuit. It, that's a lawsuit. Yeah, like that's a lawsuit. Like, yeah, this
1: dude wouldn't have a job. That's why he's an alcoholic like and divorced is because he's got so many fucking bills trying to pay all these court fees. So, but did you notice the of uh, uh, the extra Easter egg of Annie, uh, Dan's wife, being named Linda?
0: Like no, I men? I try not to think too much about Annie. Bracket.
2: Well, Daniel, you keep saying friend in
1: the first one. Her name was Linda. Well, you,
2: Daniel, you keep saying like. You originally put this movie dead last in your list because there's no Michael Myers. But uh, the Halloween movie is all over this movie. It's in like three yeah.
1: scenes. Yeah, know, right? like, exactly. <laughs> well,
0: no, it's it's funny you bring that up, too, because like the one point where they use the Halloween music, they just do it by having Halloween on the TV.
1: Which yeah. works? Yeah. Which oh, fucking works, dude? It, it was I. Wanted, I was waiting for that to come up, but that really did. It was badass. They timed that shit perfectly because it was during a tense scene, and yep. the shit worked perfectly. And it was then a I very think, nice touch.
0: Let's see. Tom Atkins was he was in the chair, right? When the scene came up on Halloween, yes. And then Tom yep. Atkins immediately had sex with somebody.
1: Yeah, that right? was off camera.
0: I mean, I feel like there was some Tom Atkins sex somewhere. But no. So let me tell you what I did find out. Josh is just so upset Look at him. He's just like... Uh.
1: I can't see him. He, well, hey, he's right. Daniel
2: can't he's, see me. He's thinking <laughs> about Describe Tom,
0: it. He's thinking about Tom Atkins' mustache right now. Like, you can tell by the look in his eyes. The way he's sitting there licking his lips and shit when I'm describing Tom Atkins. But... I, let me tell you the moral of this story in this movie. I don't know if you guys picked it up or not. But the... Honestly, the moral of the story was do not have sex with Tom Atkins. Because if you do, you're going to die. Because I'm assuming his wife, his ex wife dies because there's still one channel that's playing the jingle at the end, which means she probably got bit by rattlesnakes and crickets.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's a, that's a, the question coroner I was going to have for the end.
0: The coroner got drilled and yeah. then, um, Oh, I don't Ellie. know. Ellie. Yeah, she got taken away and replaced with a robot. And you know she's dead.
1: Oh, definitely. Wait, did,
0: did Atkins fuck the coroner? You know they did. You could tell by the way they were talking to each other.
2: Well, I'm assuming oh, yeah, every they've, woman they've, that, that Dan Chalice encounters in this movie, he is shown his dick to, at the at the very least. They've done it. Oh, they, they banged. For sure. She wants some more of it too. Well not now she's dead. Oh yeah. It's, she, hey, you know what? She learned a valuable life lesson. It's a fair trade off. <laughs> um can yeah. we talk about the hospital kill?
0: Yeah, I was actually getting to that. You talk about when he uh, Man,
2: there's some good kills in this movie.
0: Reached into dude's eyes and oh broke my his skull. God fucking brutal. Yeah, because I had a note. And they don't like, show you a lot. I had a note about that. And I was trying to, because when I was watching, I was like, I mean, did he grab his brain? Because I wrote, I was writing the note during the kill. And I'm like, is he grabbing his brain or something? But then you just see like his, the structure of his face around the bridge of his nose change when he pulls forward. And
2: you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, that shit was gnarly. Can can we talk about like, since you said that, like. The car blowing up for a no reason. Up. Well, no, Connell Cochran, he he designs these robots. Spoiler alert, and they can do shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> they can yeah. rip a guy's head off. Yep. nothing in the abdominal section, like zero strength.
1: Yeah, like the outside of them is made out of goo. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, somebody. Car. Go ahead. No, 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 Daniel, take it. I was only going to say that just like whenever they're fucking at the very beginning, whenever they're chasing down Ellie's dad and he reaches this chain first off, if that fucking car is putting all that pressure on that block, he's not snatching it with one fucking hand, barely having a hold of the chain. But he did. And he snatched the shit out of that block. But this car comes at a raging half mile an hour. And it hits this motherfucking robot. (laughs) <laughs> and pins him up against it like very lightly and he's just like Ugh. I, know. And then I was like okay he's not dead he's just kind of pinned and then it's just like no this motherfucker's dead and it's like what the fuck i was thinking so, that too because he looks yeah. at the car
0: when it's coming at him and he just he's like yeah fuck it he,
1: he even made a funny sound like he even made like a funny look it, it's just like uh it, it was just funny Like, those were the worst goons ever. All right, hold on. Time for Daniel's notes. Since we're talking about it. I know it's weird for me to bring it up, but since we're talking about it, how terrible are these thugs? First, they can't catch him on foot with a car. Second, to be androids, they sure are fragile, but strong enough to rip off a head. And the second thug gets the guy, (laughs) lets the guy get away, so he runs to a gas station and passes out so he can get a free ride to the hospital. Just so he can get admitted, then get his head ripped out of his nose <laughs> through his eye sockets. That, That's a little confusing. That right last there, one, if you watch the movie, you got it, it.
0: read so good. It gets his head ripped out of his eyes through his nose sockets.
1: <laughs> you got it a little backwards, but yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, it is... I don't know there's again like there's so much to sort of dissect with this money in with this movie sorry in a fun way and just an interesting way but it you know you have this guy you're introduced at the very first of the movie to this guy running away and you're not supposed to know why he's running away And this dude fucking sucks at hiding. Completely. He was just yeah. his head's always in the headlights. Yeah. It's like bruh, I mean, I don't get it. Like, I don't I don't get horror movies to where people don't know how to just hide or run. But well, it is did, so he did funny.
0: run. And then the running caused him to pass out at a gas station.
1: Well.
2: Yeah, I guess he's like I don't know, like
0: but no, you think you can hide It's oh, so were, weird to just if you were in a like, junkyard, you think you would find be able to find a place to hide? Oh, oh yeah. I mean,
2: sweet sweet Jesus, yes. But it is so funny how this movie bookends with this. And this movie wasn't even trying to say anything about it, but it's just so funny when you watch it now. He he, he goes to this gas station and he's like, They're gonna kill us all. And he approaches like this old black guy who's just trying to do his goddamn job yeah so he takes him to the hospital and the black guy is not looking for trouble yeah and he's like i found him like this and they cut twice to the black guy walking away the black guy's like i found him like this i'm i'm leaving like this is not my problem yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like I found him like this. I did my
1: good deed and brought him here so he could get help. I'm the fuck out of here. Tell the police I didn't do this. <laughs> I didn't
2: do shit. This is how I found him. Like, yeah. like you know, we I'm gonna tell.
1: Suspecting you until now. Yeah.
2: Well, I just need to make sure that I'm not a suspect. And the movie begins and ends with him. And this guy can't catch a break because it's the same goddamn gas station. He shows up and, you know, the climax of the movie ends. Like <laughs> this guy can't catch a break yeah. like <laughs> at all. It's so funny.
1: Hey, so I, I'll
0: tell you something else. I was a big fan of a new movie and this might seem like a small minuscule thing or, you know, maybe you, you loved it. Josh Daniel probably hated it because he hates this movie.
1: I hate you for saying you're about to like something from him. But when they were (laughs) in
0: the hospital and you got the guy walking to the room and, like, the only thing you can really – because the music's pulled back and you just hear, like, his footsteps. I just like the audio design on that, like, with the footsteps going through the hallway. He's got Uh, these soft steps. It's like, click, click, click.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll say – I'll say this, like, the last 20 minutes I had to watch on my phone because I I started it a little too late and I, I couldn't stay awake for it. So I finished it today and I had to watch it on my phone with my headphones. And the Foley work in this movie is so fucking good. Like, um, I didn't listen to the hospital scene with my headphones in that I saw on the TV. But like when Tom Atkins is, you know, towards the third act, he's running around the, he does spend a a little too long running around the warehouse, you know? Yeah. But it is so good though. Like just, you know, the footsteps, the, just everything, the boxes, a lot of boxes get destroyed in this movie.
0: Well, they they had it coming. Well,
2: some oh, would okay. say I, some I'll did.
1: Interrupting bone, Josh. Continue about these boxes.
2: <laughs> no, I, I. You know, I'm I'm pro box. Um,
1: yeah. What about and, waiting for years to bring up your love for boxes in
0: movies? Yeah, he's like Seymour Skinner. He wants to go to the box factory for a field trip.
2: <laughs> I'm like Super Nintendo chalmers. How is anybody gonna know it's a Hyundai? <laughs>
3: uh,
2: how
0: do you how do you feel about unnecessary car
2: explosions? Fuck it up for it, man. That what dude, are you talking about? That dude I love after,
0: it. after he killed the guy, yeah, he sets himself, he covers himself in gas, sets himself on fire, and the
1: car immediately blows up. Yeah, yeah, it's that's amazing crazy as fuck. But it's like why? This guy don't know you. He don't know what. Uh, what? And and you have 80 of you motherfuckers at this place, and you can tell something's weird. Even if you would have left, and he would have found you eventually, he'd have made the same connection just as fast from and you exploding yourself. And it's not
0: like they were going to be able to interrogate these guys if they're robots and get something out of them.
1: Yeah. Hell, they weren't going to catch him. There was no fucking need. His ass was in the car. Yeah. He could have just put it in drive. If he Man. Had actually put it in drive and drove away, he would have been gone by the time Tom Atkins saw him. Because instead, no. he got in the car, grabbed the gasoline and the lighter, you know.
2: But Connell Cochran probably gave him the order, like,
0: "Kill yourself in the parking lot." So you kill yourself,
2: yourself once you, you complete the town. mission. And okay, now now we're talking about Connell Cochran. Here's the thing. Like, oh. if I was gonna be creating, like his end goal should be creating hot women sex robots, <laughs> right? He make a lot that of was money. His
1: last big act, and he was like, "Well, Wait, no, oh, I like, wasted so much time."
2: Look, I get killing kids. I have a kid. I love my kid more than life itself. But I've been around shit, kids. All right, you're doing it for witchcraft, whatever. I buy into that. But how are you just not creating just thousands of sex robots? Like these guys in suits really should just be like fucking hot women. I mean, the only woman robot is like your Mimo. Yeah. That's weird, <laughs> I man.
1: Like you should be fucking. I was fucking, just going to get her replaced.
2: Uh, she was made in Munich in 1753. But uh, like, yeah. like if you're creating like these ultra realistic robots and you create only like waspy men, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's Connell Cochran's thing. You know,
1: that's his fetish. But, do you, do you, go
2: ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I'd be fucking all these robots, and they would all be, like... You wouldn't get anything <laughs> Fucking Kathy <laughs> Ireland from 1988. <laughs> yeah.
3: That
2: and that's crazy. a bad example, because it's not like I'm a big Kathy Ireland fan, but you, you know what I'm saying. Like, I would be just... Like, honestly, God, at the end of the movie, Conal Cochran, he's sitting there in his fucking fine suit, and he's just... He's just the perfect villain. He's almost like a James Bond villain.
0: I'm glad you said that because that's what I was gonna say. Because he just gave away the whole evil Oh scheme. no, no.
2: He yeah, oh, yeah, he's a very he's a very James Bond villain. Honestly, this movie would be the greatest movie ever, is if when we finally meet Conal Cochran, he's just got like a wife beater on and like shorts, but with business shoes on and socks. And he's constantly drinking like Gatorade because all he does is fuck these robots and (laughs) come. And he's so dehydrated. He's just like, I'm going to kill these kids, but I'm fucking all these robots.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And see, it's funny because you had brought up the kids and everything. And that's one of the things that I do like and I think is a plus of this movie is that they're, you know, that ballsy. It's like, oh, holy yeah. shit! At first, you were killing teenage girls, you know. Now you're killing fucking straight little kids. That shit's well,
0: ballsy. Well, how do these? You know? I just wonder how the mask create crickets and rattlesnakes.
1: Yeah, and that's boys. an awesome. They come out of the little silver shamrock Hang on, and blow hang on.
2: I'm just. I have to say this right quick. Shut up, Bone. It's Stonehenge, and it's magic. They say it.
1: You don't <laughs> question Stone. You,
2: you just don't question stone Stonehenge or magic. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> or you will get a laser,
2: <laughs> dude. When that when that woman gets a laser in her face,
1: yeah, that shit's gnarly.
2: So I remember dude, that.
0: Did you ever? Did you, I can't remember if y'all read it or not. Did y'all did y'all read Fangoria? No. So I remember the issue that had like the Halloween 3, because that's how I first found out about Halloween 3, was through Fangoria. That was that was a long time ago, Bone. Yeah, well, they had magazines back in the 80s. Well, you're not too much older than me, but... I, mean, I was looking at magazines in the 80s. I've been able to read for a long time.
1: In 82? <laughs> at least since the 90s.
0: In 82? Well, no, you were I mean, two years old. You no, know, you can just find. I mean, find Fangoria magazines, man. You just see them laying around at people's houses that had more money than you.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you had to be a rich, a richer. So,
0: I mean, anyways, I just I remember seeing like that because that's where I saw. It. Well, it was like in a magazine, in a Fangoria magazine, but it was that shot of her face after it got blown up. That was inside the magazine.
2: Yeah, that's how you. That's how you sell movie tickets. You Because yeah. that's like the most graphic singing, wouldn't you say? Yep.
0: That and I ripping that so. dude's
1: head off. But that was just a nasty neck. I feel like hers was probably more graphic.
0: Oh, yeah. No, because you, you see it, like the whole face and the eyes are fucked up and the mouth is blown open and you can see like her yeah. jaw and shit. And then you see the, oh, you. the No, she didn't have crickets. She had like a giant. A
2: worm. Well, She had
0: something else with legs come out first.
1: Like, like a good. big centipede centipede
0: I thought it was like a giant ant or something I can't remember exactly
2: but you know what? Connell Cochran's fucking that mouth when they bring her back to the factory
1: yep and then some you know he some needles in her hand what um
2: Bone why didn't you roll your eyes at that
1: because I felt Bone, like Bone you it? son of a bitch
2: Daniel if you could only see, see him joke?
1: No, not your joke. I can only imagine how bad it is.
2: (laughs) Who's that my joke? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we are working blind here, Daniel. I know. Yeah, with your technical
0: difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't see me do that. I gave the air quotes because we know you're lying. He probably got like a new fucking couch for his uh, room or something and just doesn't want us to see it because he's, you know, Fucking rolling in money.
1: Actually, Courtney kicked me out. I lost my job. Courtney kicked me out. I'm at Starbucks.
0: No. <laughs> Using the free Wi-Fi. Yeah. The uh, the father, though, when they go to find him, I'll bring this up because I don't care about the father. He's dead. He's had his fucking brain twisted around the skull or whatever. But have you ever known anybody just to keep records of everything they do every single day?
1: Well, I think that she was looking at it, it apparently he had kept in a very extensive extensive ledger for yeah. his toy store. Went went to McDonald's and got an
0: egg McMuffin. You know, went here this day. I mean he had like details of everything he fucking did every day. Yeah. It just seemed kinda of odd. It, like and I get it, you you need a way for him to track his movements to be like, okay, you know what happened. It just seems kind of neurotic.
2: No. Maybe it was a really good Egg McMuffin, you know?
1: <laughs> Maybe so. Well,
2: Daniel,
0: you're the only one that's worked at McDonald's before. You said that that was the only egg that was real, right? Uh, Yeah. And the rest of them are just like...
1: That cart, that shit that comes in like a half gallon carton? Like it's already like blended up. It's just scrambled egg.
0: Yeah. Drunk. Scrambled egg Drink.
1: But you crack eggs for the Egg McMuffin. No, I'm a probably guzzling that shit. Contraption and fry it up.
0: They're probably back there doing shots of, like, egg drink before they, you know, open up.
1: Well, the thing is, we would have competitions where you would chug it. You know If you chug, like, three of them, you're going to throw it back up. And you just fill them back up. No one's going to know. <laughs> and the person that does it the fastest, you know, wins. And they get to get sick and have their first
2: hour of work suck dick. Daniel, you gotta be careful, man. McDonald's, will, by McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's will come after you. They'll send the fucking
1: robots after you. Yeah, know, right. I'm gonna have fucking little bitty fucking short ass robots. That hold on, bring it back. That's what the fuck I was gonna talk about. I forget what scene it was, but it was towards like the middle, like maybe the beginning of Act Three or something. But whenever they, they look out, no, it's whenever they come to get her. When they come to get, uh, what's her face? Um, she looks at Ellie out and then there's Ellie, there's five of almost called her Elsie, but, uh, there's five of the thugs, right? The robot thugs standing there and they all look really short. And it's, I think it's because their pants were way too long for these guys because they were all bunched <laughs> up. It looked like little kids in their dad's fucking church clothes. Like, but they all seemed really, really short. And they're all scrawny as fuck, so it's 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 not really intimidating. It's a lot of not really intimidating people, but it's not really all that intimidating. But I remember laughing well, whenever
2: I saw it because it just kind of which is funny. which is crazy though. Because if Colin Cochran, uh, did I say that right? Let me just double check. Yeah, Connell Cochran. Sorry, I said Colin. If Connell Cochran is going to make these robots. And he and he acknowledges that his main design flaw is the abdominal abdominal area. Make a couple fat. You know? But you're right, they're all skinny.
1: Like make them all the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, Jesus. Apparently you got the whole deal with them being able to stand up and squeeze.
2: Or John Goodman, nineteen eighty-eight, you know? Like (laughs) make them got some girth to them.
1: Yeah, a little meat on their bones.
2: Yeah. Or make them like Kathy Ireland in 1988. <laughs> and fuck who's, them all day. <laughs> who, who's running from Kathy Ireland in 1988? You know what I'm yeah, saying?
0: right. So what um, What about the town? Like oh, whole, I love it. The whole town it. was like complicit except for one random bum that's allowed to live just long enough to point them towards the factory. And then they're like, "Oh,
2: wait, you might give away the information.
0: Let's kill you.
2: No, he gets one drink of alcohol and he's ready to spill the, is the entire Fucking plot, like
1: burn this place to the ground. <laughs> did Tom? Like, yeah. All I needed. <laughs> well, did uh, did
2: chalice give him
0: the bottle when they finished their conversation? Because no, see-
2: of course, chalice did. He's a fucking alcoholic. Well, that's what no. I'm saying.
0: But when you see the guy, because you know he's like, oh man, I saw you with that bottle. Obviously, he has no alcohol of his own. But now he's got. Well, like, chalice
2: gave him a a dollar,
0: a dollar, and foot. he bought a full ass
2: fifth. Well, chalice is a doctor, too? so I'm assuming he gave him like a twenty, and he. Fuck a dollar probably did get you a fifth in the in the eighties of some fucking cheap shit.
0: But yeah, the, the, the whole town, like I said, is like complicit or whatever, and you're okay with whatever's going on, yeah. except for this oh. one dude that didn't get a job. And if that would have if that's all it would have took to keep that guy quiet, why not make him a janitor?
2: Yeah, no, right. That's you, not how Connell Cochran works, but then you, didn't you bought Conchran off the whole town. Is. Conor Cochran was looking to die. I mean, we can admit that by the end of the movie. He was, <laughs> he was
1: tired. Like, the end of the movie, yeah. Stone.
2: I mean, he stood right in the middle of it. Like, Conor Cochran, like, first off, Conor Cochran, better than any James Bond villain because his plan actually worked. And he accepted his fate. He even gave, like, Dan a golf clap. Like, you did it. But I still win.
1: Yeah, but too little, too You're late.
0: Done. What's a curfew at six for? I don't know. I thought the same thing. As I don't like, understand that, that the, one either because it's not like they're doing anything. Like from the outside looking in, there's nothing nefarious going on. So, you've got no, a six o'clock curfew. The androids
1: are soft in the middle. If it's in the daytime, they're a little firmer.
0: I was going to say you got the six o'clock curfew, but you're still allowed to buy alcohol. So I I don't understand the curfew. It didn't make sense to me. And you've got your, like I said, your one random bum that's spilling the beans. And I like how conveniently too, at the hotel you have like all these people pop up at one time, just so you can have some people that are going to be expendable and die. And then they're all just, you know, Weird.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and
0: both both vehicles almost hit Chalice each time as he's trying to walk, yep. which was crazy. But yeah, you got the one. Well, they were both there to pick up orders and mask. They were, they were both owned shops because the one family was the one that sold the most, I guess, in the country. And so they got a tour. And then the other lady was having an issue with her order. And she yeah. came to pick him up.
2: Did y'all notice when uh, the family pulled up and our hero Dan was going to check the the ledger, the motel yeah. ledger, and the family pulled up, and obviously it's like this garish family for 1982 Um, so they pull up and the bike just flies right in front of uh, our hero Dan And and the father gets out and he apologizes and the mother gets out and she's like whatever the child gets the bike and he's like I hope it's not broke and then He drives off, he he rides off on his bike. His mother's like, well, little Jimmy, don't get in the road. And this little child looks back at his mother and flips her off. Yeah, I saw that.
1: Yeah, 1982 was a hell of a time.
2: I will say this. I will say this. I was in the grocery store with my daughter today, which is always uh, even worse. It's, it's, it's so bad My six year old She's She's hell on wheels And look I uh, You know Like uh, For me I use adult language When I'm my daughter I, I I don't give a shit uh, well, look, But
1: Adult words are for adults
2: Yes Exactly and, and Every time we go to the grocery store She gets angry At everything You know
1: Three seventy four for bread. <laughs> you
0: no, know, I was there that day. She said it was the worst day ever.
2: Oh, she's she, every day is the worst day ever. But I'm I'm walking away from her because she's complaining about something. Six year olds, that's all they fucking do. Yeah. And clear as day, and this is like a big grocery store where we live. And she's like, mother fucker <laughs> I, mean, oh, I had to turn back to her and I'm like you can't say that and she was and then like no 30 seconds later she's like nobody speaks English I'm like everybody understands English here like you can't say motherfucker
0: they understand that word even if they don't speak English
2: you know
1: it's customary. Oh my God! If you have another language around you frequently. You learn what the bad words are. Yeah, exactly. that's the first part of the Rosetta Stone.
2: <laughs> no,
0: I <laughs> bad language.
2: Well, look, you can go to Timbuktu. You can go to Fuck if I know Everybody knows a motherfucker, <laughs> and, and everybody knows it's a bad word. Like,
1: and it's mother. Oh my God! To say.
2: And look, here's the thing. Like, she's never really said that word before. So it kind of caught me off guard that she. Because it's one thing to say fucker or fuck, but to use motherfucker, it's like. Kind of impressed.
1: Yes, like she has been listening.
2: She has.
1: This whole time. (laughs) How fucked up would it have been if she'd have went on one of your fucking rants when we used to play basketball? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Dude. You would get banned from that fucking store.
2: Oh, my God. I. I have ripped up so many shirts playing basketball. I've lost my mind playing basketball. Just lose my. Just. Go an outer body experience playing basketball. Because you weren't good? Either. Yeah. I I would just get so mad at basketball. Like, at basketball. Playing basketball. I got a pretty decent Why? jump shot.
1: Why would you get mad, though? Dude, your jump shot was the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of playing basketball was you complaining and screaming and cursing. And damning God to hell. Were you the guy that was always calling? Yeah, foul?
2: yeah. I love it.
0: Every time, every time you shot and missed, you're just like foul, foul, it's a fucking foul, it's man. Like, Give
1: you're me the by ball yourself, sir. It was his neighbor from across the street. He's like, he's still a goddamn foul. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> oh, learn your basketball terms, guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, man, I've been there with. Um, you know, children in the store. No so oh, it. Luckily, like, it wasn't too, too bad, but there were instances, and it's like, look, bro, you better chill. Because it's like, I want this, I want this, I want that. And I ain't never heard, had my kid be like, hey, dad, I want that motherfucking
2: toy that was back that we just sent. Because, well, she said it to get a rise out of me. She didn't say it like as in general dialogue. Yeah, but, would, That would have been better, but, though.
1: Hey, Dad, can we get some motherfucking cheese sticks in here, man?
2: Oh, dude, she would get <laughs> cheese sticks. <laughs> like, boxes. If, she, if she didn't use it to get a rise out of me, if she just used it in, like, general dialogue, be like, Dad, let's get some motherfucking milk. I'd be like, yeah, we're going to get some motherfucking milk. <laughs> Don't
1: fuck like, up the milk again, Dad.
2: But once you use it to get a rise out of me, it's like, well, you got a rise out of me. Like, oh, all dude, of a sudden. like, me. Yeah. But... It, uh, with Isla, it is. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Bone could probably comment on this more because we both have kids who are only, you know, the only child. Yeah. So. It's, it's almost like a I want to say it's a, almost a whole different ball game with an only child you know
1: yeah it's definitely different experiences I think that yeah. or comes with its own I think that at five you're just an insane an insane person so it
2: really doesn't matter at that point yeah it is it's a trip. Yeah.
1: Could you imagine having eight fucking kids like some of these TV shows and shit?
0: Another thing I thought the movie did really well, and I'm sure you guys picked up on it though, but like when the coroner was calling when she first talked to uh, Chalice, and she's like, "Oh yeah, the samples got mixed up. You know, we've been wasting our time on doing an autopsy on the car." Yeah, and it was like it's all metal and plastic, like it's like a little foreshadowing to the. To reveal that these guys are robots. Yeah. So I mean there's some subtle things that the movie did too, you know, that you know were really good.
1: I know, right? And I guess that the yellow goo is just their oil. And how thick was that shit on um Dan's hand?
2: Oh my god! Like so that, na-
1: it was a coat of that nasty shit.
2: That little napkin wasn't getting anything off.
1: <laughs> no, that's the same thing I was thinking. Like uh, he he did scrape the top, and it got a little bit on the napkin. The rest of it was just scraping goop off with goop.
2: <laughs> well, the rest of the napkin's ruined. Like so, uh, yeah. you're just applying <laughs> the residue back on your hand. Yeah,
1: yeah. I highly doubt it was one of those thick ass shop napkins.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know where he got it, the yeah, napkin.
1: It, it might have been a, a, a handkerchief, I don't know.
2: But no, no, no. He, it wasn't his handkerchief because he had the handkerchief throughout the entire movie.
0: Yeah, I was going that was in his back pocket.
2: The entire movie. He's like, kudos to the scrib director or, like, it uh, might have been outside. sewn onto his back pocket. 'Cause there is no way they could have kept track of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a splooch napkin.
1: Nails.
0: for all the robot fucking that Josh was talking about throughout this entire podcast. Yeah. Exactly. So I think you get I it mean, Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: No, no, dude, no, go ahead. I didn't have anything profound. Well
0: I thought say, I thought Daniel would mention yet another point.
1: Oh, well, uh, I do have another point for the very end, um, but I wanted to say that I was genuinely confused. Like, I really, I, it might have just went over my head, but what the fuck happened to, what did the fucking stone do to the motherfucker? Like, it just disintegrated him and absorbed him? What the fuck happened there? It's magic. It just, he just disappeared. Like, what do you think? What do you think happened? He disappeared into it. He got transported to another planet dimension. Here's I'm what, like, what the fuck?
0: here's what I know, Daniel. Josh is willing to overlook it for the sake of magic in this movie, but if it had been the fucking black phone, he'd have been ripping it apart. <laughs> ah, here we
2: go. Here we go.
1: Josh said he was waiting on that one. I, 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 was, I, I was, I was. I going to say.
0: it's yeah. all I was going to say
1: he did also say that he digs the plot of this movie
0: he's like why didn't I get a fucking history lesson on Stonehenge yeah fuck you black phone this movie sucks Oh, magic just because bro magic
2: yeah I dig it oh my god I uh, I I knew I knew it was coming I thought it was I I thought it would come sooner Daniel you like the black phone
1: right yeah I like the black phone like uh, I liked it a lot like I'm not saying it was the best movie in the world or shit, but I think that uh, probably you liked it m- 3.5.
0: You liked it more than a Star, right?
1: What was y'all's uh, star?
0: Josh gave it like one
1: star or a half a star. I gave it one star. What'd you give it? It was either 3 or 3.5. See, that's what I was just saying about 3.5. But, um, but I dug it because to me, it was, I don't know, they were just trying something different. You know, like, yeah, you do have some like ghostly shit in there. Or whatever, but it's just that it was different, you know? And if these kids had some type of shinning, like, that's fine. Whatever. You know, it's just a movie.
2: I appreciate you saying that so we don't get sued. I just want to... I assumed it was another
1: Simpsons reference. It was. It was my first Simpsons reference, actually. From the Halloween episode. Yeah, that's
2: why I said, we don't want to get sued. The shinning.
1: Yeah, and I... Yeah, I, I got that too. Bone ruined it, but um, thank you, Dan. But anyway, you ruined <laughs> the <laughs> enjoyment of the black Folk for yourself.
2: But uh do you not like Ethan Hawke? No, I think no, he's wait, totally wait, wasted. Wait. I lo- I love Ethan Hawke. I, I think he's like totally you know, wasted in that movie. Who Josh do, uh, hates movies.
1: No, who that was his and, problem? Who directed and wrote that and produced that movie?
2: The same guy who did Sinister. Uh,
1: it was like Scott Derrickson
2: yeah you're and you're not
1: a fan of sinister
2: uh no i think it has its high points but I, I think the low points uh are very visible and i think they definitely shine through in the black phone
1: so whenever you came into the black phone did you already have preconceived notions of this is probably going to be very similar to sinister because it's ethan hawk and because it's the same guy no, no, no! I, I
2: I I heard nothing but good things from the black phone. Do you
1: want to know what really happened, Daniel? I can tell
0: you. What's that? I said, hey, you should watch the black phone. I enjoyed it. And Josh's like, nah, fuck
2: that movie.
1: <laughs> it's like, I'll watch it immediately so I can hate it.
0: Yeah, Bone
2: likes it. I'm out. But yeah, I, I, did, wish uh, I, like I wish that was the case. I wish that was the case because uh, I thought about you know like. I thought about it afterwards The the episode hasn't dropped yet, but, and I hope you listen to it, Daniel, because, uh, the only ones I haven't listened
1: to is movies uh, I haven't seen because I'm too lazy to watch, but I want to watch the movie so I can understand the references.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. The points I make on the black phone, like, um, I'll be honest. Even after like, I think about it, it, it stands up. Maybe I was too animated with my, my points against it, but yeah i I thought that movie sucked. I didn't really say nothing. Just I didn't Josh think that it so sucked at all. I
1: think that it was good. There is a couple of things that like I'm still going to be a little judgy about with it because you know that's why it's at a three point five for me. Like, um, they do a little twist for you. Uh, they do a little twisty shit in there where it's like. Holy fuck, this guy lives with this other guy. What the hell is this? Cause my thing is, I'm thinking that he's imagining this person. You know what I mean? Because obviously he's got like a, some type of split personality thing going. So it wouldn't be far fetched for him to have something else where he is hallucinating his brother, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, that I was thinking may have gotten abducted, you know, whenever he was younger or something. And this is what's created him or whatever. Right. And, And then they reveal that it's real. And the twist is that he was just going across the street. Like, for me, it felt like it was a big build-up that kind of was a small bang. I still dug it in the end. I'm like, oh, okay, across the street. Okay, that's how he was able to do things quickly. Whatever. Well, that's a plot point that... A little different.
2: All right, well, that's a plot point that goes absolutely nowhere. The two detectives are just pointless characters like the script couldn't even give them like a personality and the across the street stuff. Like that is so not explained at all.
1: That's that's what I'm meaning. Like it, it was kind of like a buildup and then it was but he, just a small he, little, Oh, okay. Not really a big
2: explanation on that. But you even know, the cocaine brother funny. was there for no reason. Yeah. Hey. But to be a death count at the end, and again, like you're taking a pretty good actor, James. Uh, I don't have it in well, front I of just,
0: me. As the like, brother. So it's it's yeah. Not, uh,
2: and you do nothing with him. You do nothing with Ethan Hawke. You shine a light on these. Hulk. It's not. Uh, hey, hold on! I was gonna say we're gonna get
0: sidetracked on the black phone and talk about it for another hour and a half. I just wanted to bring it up because magic, and you're okay with it. But then also, at some point, I'm going to bring it up again because the things that you're not okay with, in there you're okay, you're very okay
2: with. It's what movie. the movie is giving you. I've said it before, and what just, it's accomplishing. Okay,
0: remember <laughs> that when we get to that to the movie where I bring all this shit up that you defend so
1: staunchly. Hey, real quick. Y'all brought up Black Phone and I wanted to use this couple of minutes that's turned into longer to throw in my two cents on it because his pitch for the sequel there.
0: the Black Phone uh-huh. 2
1: Oh dude they've already announced that it. it's going to be great. It's going to be but, a cell um, phone this time. What?
0: Nothing. Go ahead.
1: It's a found footage movie?
0: No, I so said it's going to be a cell phone this time, the Black Phone.
1: Yeah. Um but uh but yeah, I liked Ethan Hawke because it was just, just like Doing these different, like, personalities, which I think there's only, what, three? There's, like, the evil, like, the Punisher motherfucker, you know? That you never get to see. It's crazy, man, because you didn't get to see him much. And I was hoping that, like, he was watching the whole time. Like, I was hoping that he wasn't
2: really sleeping. No, he was just sitting in that fucking chair. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: But, um, But, yeah. He didn't have any huge like you know monologues or anything like that or or have a a singing number, but I did like what he did. I really did like um, like his performance in it. And but one other knock is uh, the sister. Like me, I I I'll look at stuff and I'll be like, okay, I get it. Whatever. Apparently, their mother was touched. They're touched. That's fine. Whatever. But I feel like it would have been more satisfying if the the girl is just out looking everywhere. She doesn't have the touch and she looks up and sees something that, you know, helps with finding where the fuck he's at, but not even that really. That's the only, if they're going to make that happen with the, with the sister, the sister could just be putting flyers out and being like, Hey, help find my brother and never find out shit until he comes home. Cause eventually Uh, his touch from the other ghosts boys and shit like that have helped him get out. And he does eventually get the fuck out, you know, like I said, I'll allow it, but I feel like it would have been a little bit, you know, more interesting if they wouldn't have went that route. But all in all, I did like the movie, like definitely something I'll watch again, but getting back to this movie, The movie's over. It's done. The dude's been fucking absorbed and transported to Jupiter, the bad guy. (laughs) Tom Atkins is chilling. Got his girl on his side. She got abducted for a little bit, but everything worked out. He was able to save her. So it's like, all right, girl. Shit, we got to get the word out. Let's ride. (laughs) So they leave, and they go to try to find somewhere because they can't get this is when they're calling everywhere, right? And they can't get out of the town. So they know they have to get out of town before they can make a call it's to try to stop the this shit from station. happening because it's right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. And then he gets on. They believe him. Thank God. And they start taking the shit off of the air right before it's going to melt brains. But there's one station left. And he's saying, hold on, actually. Stop it. Right. And he's yelling, repeating, stop it or turn it off. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's oh. turn it off. Yeah, he's
0: just repeating it over and over and over. And yeah, he's, he's like
1: repeating turn it off like in a panic. And then we go to black, right? hmm So we don't know what happened. It could have immediately turned off. Well, uh, you or gotta
0: assume that all these children have,
1: are turning into rattlesnakes at this point. I mean, that's what I would think. You know what I'm saying? Because then I like for things to end on a downer. You know? Because people don't usually do it. There's always a happy ending. So it's... Little bit of a relief to get a, a downer ending. So that's what I would choose to believe, but I was just gonna give you know, bring that question uh, to you guys.
0: That's how I feel like it ended too. I feel like it ended with that commercial playing its way through on that last channel. Yeah. Cause I mean, what would you have what reason if you're working at a TV station would you have to believe that this crazy shit's about to happen with these masks? Yeah. When some you know, lunatic is calling you screaming that you gotta turn off the commercial?
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, and he's just a doctor. And he is a dedicated all right, I'm not trying to get back into it, but he is a dedicated fucking doctor. He's like, Nobody kills somebody in my goddamn hospital. <laughs> Nobody. And I'm gonna get to the bottom of this shit right fucking now. Cause he was already in that mode before he met the daughter. And then it was like, Oh shit, I'm really into it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, so,
1: Josh, that's, that's kinda of my Did everybody die or did
2: no one die? Oh, everybody died. Like okay. uh, again, that might like, have just been uh, a weird thought for me. I'm
1: probably the only person on the planned to dislike. That'd be interesting if it did shut off.
2: For one, you know, uh, at the beginning, um, I told all the things that I liked, and I will continued to, to tell all the things I liked. But another thing that I liked that you do not see at all in movies these days, to where Conal Cochran did die but his plan worked and the bad guy won.
0: Yeah.
2: I got a question about that.
0: So how, how much did he win? Because it seems like they had distribution issues.
2: Well, no, he, he didn't have distribution issues. We forget that like uh, Tom Atkins has pool with NBC and CBS. I'm not not
0: talking about that. I'm talking about he had distribution issues with his mass. That was why those two families were there. Was to get more masks because they couldn't get their orders.
2: There were, there were no, the first family was there because he sold the most masks that year. Yeah. And he had actually made a comment. He's like, I'm trying to get an order for next year and I can't get it. Well, I saw that one. He's like, honey, woman, cause you,
0: the other woman was there though, because she couldn't get her mask.
1: Yeah. That one, that lady was there because she was having issues.
2: Yeah. But I mean, they needed to death. Yeah. of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. You can't and, just kill a bunch of robots. You know, if her father was there just to pick up Matt,
0: and this is just nitpicking, um, just pointed out though, it seems like they could have carried out this plan without any troubles if they would have just gave Ellie's father his order and let him go about his business.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, right? Exactly. Like nothing,
0: nothing would have happened and all these children would have just died and plan goes off without a hitch. Like, did this dude ask for like a discount or something and they got mad?
1: Seriously. oh, I'm sorry. One other question. One more question. It's like, fuck your I 10%, prob- you son of a bitch. What the hell is the... What was the big giveaway? I don't think I remember ever hearing what the big giveaway was. I don't think was. that that
0: was actually anything as much as it was just a ploy to make sure that these kids are all watching at 9 oh, o'clock. Well,
1: of course. I know that. I'm just talking about, like, did they say ever telling these kids, like, hey, the big giveaway is this. Be sure to tune in to see if you win, or if they were just like the big giveaway, and the kids were just like, "Okay, cool." The kids heard giveaway and they were in, they were in. Yeah, it's like a whole furniture set. Great.
2: <laughs> man, it's nineteen eighty two. Man, yeah. a big giveaway. A sectional. It or could whatever. be Those like fuckers a
1: fuckers that were connected. With it was a old. waterbed. bed.
2: They're like, I'm going to win my family a 1982 Dotson, you know? Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. I was curious if they ever explained what it is. I knew that it was a ploy, but, you know, I was curious. So, Josh. Yeah. You had said something about everyone presenting an award.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Yo, it's yeah.
1: your idea. You go first.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I wrestled with this. I actually... When I was thinking about it, like, I actually, my original thought was going to John Carpenter. Because I think this score, like I said, it's my favorite. I think this score adds so much to this movie. I mean, again, like I've said, this is almost like a John Carpenter movie. Technically, it's not. But it is. And this score is just so fucking fire. And then I was like, well, Carpenter made a lot of fucking fire-ass scores. And I'm like, well, this movie wouldn't work with without Tom Atkins. And the fact that he's our lead is a beautiful time in Hollywood when Tom Atkins could lead a movie to make $14 million in the box office. Yeah. And I'm like, well... Atkins brings what he needs to. He doesn't do anything non-Atkins-y, if you've seen another Tom Atkins movie. So my my award, my Josh Lindsay award, goes to Dan O'Herlihy in this movie, who played Colin Cochran. Because... He knows exactly what movie he's in and he plays it perfect. And this movie works. This movie works because of Dan O'Hurley, honestly. When I mean just everything he's doing, just if you if you go back and watch it, it is so Chef's kiss, main villain, perfect. So I'm sorry, my Josh, yeah,
1: you cut out. What'd you say? What was your award? What was your thought? Oh, on
2: that? <laughs> no. no, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> but listen, okay. So that was your that was your award, right? That was your favorite thing. Tell me, where was those boxes <laughs> with second, third
2: place? fourth place the boxes the boxes obviously came in uh, fourth behind Carpenter and yeah
1: yeah I mean they even had the That's logo
2: cool. on them too man
1: yeah but I'm gonna go next right bone I hope you got a go so we can say that we were saving the best from oh you might need to let
0: me go next then
1: oh cause yours is terrible
0: probably so Josh ripped on it last time it did he said it could be anything I wanted it to be, and then as soon as I made it be something I wanted it to be, he told me why it couldn't be what I wanted it to be.
2: Of that, I don't i don't even remember that. So I'm expecting oh, that man, this
0: time I want
1: to make mine ridiculous now.
0: So, go ahead, Bone. Yeah, so for the Billy Bone Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field wow. of Excellence, I'm going to go for just uh, all the casual sex. Yeah. Just... You know, it was a different time, and you just you're going on a fucking Derrick. investigation to find somebody's missing father, and it's just like, hey, we ain't got nothing to do. What do you want to do? Well, let's fuck. I'm like, okay. And you're talking to coroners and you're like, hey, you're gonna owe me when I get back, and you're like, what am I gonna owe you? You're, like, you're gonna have to fuck me, or like, okay, and it's just you know.
2: In all fairness, boom. Tom Atkins was just running roughshod from like 1980 to 1982. Because I don't know when's the last time you've seen The Fog.
0: I know. He, but he, he picks and Jamie a, Lee Curtis right at the very fucking beginning. Yeah, of the movie. he picks her up. Yeah,
2: as a hitchhiker. And they end up fucking. Oh, yeah. He talks so. about
0: it in In Search of Darkness. In, I don't know if it's part one or part two, but. But yeah, that and then I would also say just the sound design, not necessarily just like the score because the score is really good, but just the sound in general. Like I said, I talked about the like the footsteps in the hospital and everything like the movie knows when to pull back and just let the sound in the scene happen and not have music going. That's good sound design. And casual sex.
1: Okay, so see, I didn't look into a situation where it was like right, I'm gonna make my award, but then I'm also gonna talk about a whole bunch of other stuff that I liked after talking about well, I had stuff a, that I liked about I it, had a legit
0: out. I had a legit one end of one that was just like
1: Yeah. Yeah, mine's Go. pretty simple then. So we'll end it with a bang. Uh what I did was for this one, because there's a lot of weird kills in this, right? Weird deaths. So what I did was I did a uh, weirdest kill, right? And mm-hmm. for me, it was the uh, eye gouging slash deviating yeah. the guy's septum. That was,
2: that was gross. Brutal.
1: It was bad, bro. And it's crazy because yeah. the, the the effect was you could tell it's some fake ass shit. But, dude, pulling his fucking shit out like that, it's yeah. weird. And it's like it, yeah. you felt it in your sinuses, you know? Or yeah. You but that was a crazy kill. So that was what my award for the movie went to. And
0: before that, though, he, he made a fist like he was about to punch that dude. Because it had been a minute yeah. since I'd seen the movie and I'd forgot. And you're like, oh, yeah, because I knew they were robots. I'm like, yeah, he's just about to cave this dude's face in. And yeah. it's like he opens up his fingers
1: fucking, you know, Three Stooges style. Yeah. Oh, and then he pulls up on the nose and then the crunch that shit yeah. was wicked
2: yeah that shit was gnarly
1: yeah but also all the, right let the tom- go ahead Daniel uh, Akin's mustache let
0: Let Daniel go last in his rating I think it's like that's the only way to do it a build up anticipation Cause been, yeah
2: because we've been giving him shit this whole time about hating the movie yeah, I, th- I thought we I'm would give so him more rated shit rated honestly shit. I, th- I thought we'd give him more shit honestly hang I on I gotta check letterbox because I think I've already no I haven't rated this yeah I'll rate it officially rate it afterwards but yeah go ahead boom um,
0: I'm
3: gonna
0: say three and a half I like the movie it's um, it's not bad like some people would have you believe, but it's not the greatest movie like some people would have you believe. I think it's a nice, solid movie. Um, good movie. Not necessarily great. Um, earned its cult status and definitely didn't, didn't deserve all the hate that it got in the 80s. I mean, just because it didn't have Michael Myers. I mean, you have solid performances minus Annie Brackett coming back for some goddamn reason um the plot's out there but who cares it's a horror movie i mean that's horror
1: slash sci-fi
0: yeah that's what horror movies are about right crazy shit happening had good special effects um you know like josh said earlier it's you know, if the movie was made today, then it wouldn't be somebody like Tom Atkins that looks just like a regular dude in the movie as the lead, or or even like um, Ellie, because I mean, she just looks like a regular girl. You know, that would that would be like Florence Pugh and you know Mark Wahlberg or The Rock or whoever. I, I think you know we get stuck on just like a few names nowadays for movies, and they end up being in everything and then whatever. Uh, I think it takes away from the identity movie. So there's a lot of things, right? It has some, like I said it has issues, but more good than bad. So three and a half.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. Um, uh, I'm going with four, four stars. <laughs> and yeah, I,
0: I feel like by that laugh that Daniel just gave you, he's, like at two or one and a half. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It feels, it feels like a two. Um, look, I, you know, getting back to black phone, and I don't even know how you compare the two, but I said it again. It's, and I'll, and I'll keep saying it. What's the movie trying to be and isn't accomplishing it. This movie's fun. And it's a John Carpenter ish movie that is not afraid to go bananas and the acting pulls it off. The score pulls it off. And this movie says, fuck it. We're going to end on Tom Mack and screaming. No, turn it off. That is Fucking amazing that they have the balls to do that in 1982 or in 2022 that you can end a movie with Tom Mack and screaming on the phone. No, I love you for that. I love you for everything in between because it is so just weird and there's nothing wrong with celebrating weird. When you're not trying to be weird, you're just like, yeah, let's just make this movie and you go for it. And it's no pretentiousness to this movie. Despite what contrarians think now, there is zero pretentiousness to this movie. To whereas that permeates every movie now.
0: I don't think John Carpenter ever made, like, a movie that was pretentious, at least to my knowledge. I mean, like, he made no. movies, he made movies uh, that he yeah. wanted to make.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the reason why he's beloved now.
0: Yeah, some people
2: try to be too clever for their own good. Exactly. And this movie is not that. It is surface level. And I fucking love it. You can be surface level. Which and once be, again,
0: we know it's not a John Carpenter movie, but it's a John Carpenter disciple. So,
2: yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. I just didn't want somebody correcting me later, be like, not yeah. John Carpenter.
2: But it goddamn feels like a John Carpenter movie, mm-hmm. and 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 it, and it feels like a John Carpenter movie right in that sweet spot between the Thing and Christine. It's like, what did he have to do in 1982? Well, I don't want to make Halloween 3 because of... He's done with it. But his fingerprints are all over this movie. And again, like Bone said, Tom Atkins leading the role. And, and, and this movie is so bananas. But it, th- it, but it stays in its lane bananas, you know? Like, it doesn't fucking... Try to be cute with it. It doesn't try to, like, outsmart the audience. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking here for it. I'm here for it all day. It's four stars. I mean, where did they... I mean, even when uh, Colin Co- Cochran is telling his master plan to... Dan Callis right before he kills him Supposedly Which is very James Bond-esque He's talking about like the old country And what Halloween meant And you're just like yeah, Okay You know it's, It doesn't try to get cute I don't know And the special effects are good I, Yeah I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like if, if if you've watched it and you didn't feel the same way I did, then I'm not going to be able to convince you otherwise. All right, Daniel, tell us why you hated it. You hater.
0: Was your stupid hater face. No, oh. we can't say, but we know you have it. We know that yeah, you were that probably we just do. throwing up in your mouth the whole time Josh was
1: talking hater. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to find the reddit thread that you guys are fucking reading to see what the fuck are these dudes talking about what <laughs> did I watch the same movie they must have watched the unedited version or the extended cut and those that me missing that little bit extra really threw it off no but um, like I said before um, on the rating system I rated it how I rated it because of all of that uh, what we did before but watching it as its own movie it does have a lot of good things that I do like that they did that a movie would try you know and watching it as like you had said Bone Season of the Witch instead of Halloween 3 and just taking that out of it it's a good little horror movie you know what I mean Um, I'm not as enthusiastic about it as Josh or Yvonne, but it's a good one, you know? Um, definitely not as enthusiastic about it as all the people on the, all the new fans on the internet out there that are going crazy for it. Whenever if you'd have asked them 10 years ago, they would have been like, "Me, I don't ever really watch that one. All right, it's all right, but now it's uh, a fucking gem. But uh, I'm not saying it's terrible. That's been the joke. But, uh, I'm definitely not where you guys are. But, uh, yeah, I put it at about two and a half. Because it is something that I do enjoy to watch, but I don't really watch it regularly. Hell, I've watched it more recently in the past few years because, you know, us doing lists and shit and just talking about shit on our group chat. You know, like, fuck it. Just kind of checking it out, mm-hmm. and including it in a Halloween marathon where twenty years ago I wouldn't have, you know. This is interesting. So now we have
0: two movies. Since we talked about it today, we have the Black Phone where me and Daniel were yay, and Josh was nay, and now we have Halloween Three where me and Josh were yay, and Daniel was nay. Daniel's yay, just not as yay. It's two and a half. That's a nay.
1: No, no. I not mean, I know.
0: I, I know. I say. Two, uh, I'll say like two and a half is like mid.
1: Yeah, for me it's just over half. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't give anything a five. Five is isn't I could. We could tell though.
0: We could tell when Josh said four and you almost
1: you know gagged. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) this is crazy. I didn't expect either one of y'all to go that high. I knew that you guys would be higher than
2: me, but I didn't think that y'all were going to go that high. Well, you know, honestly, it was. it, it, you know, I was leaning towards three and a half, four. Honestly, it's Atkins, it's the score, and it's uh Dan Hurley. I will admit, there are slow parts in the movie, but I think, like, the culmination, the sum adds up to the parts. There you know were uh, slow parts to where I see Tom Atkins fooling around in a factory. A little bit too long, but... yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you that because I'll take those This sl- the movie. I'll take that
0: slowness over the slowness of the first Halloween.
3: Yeah, I don't I can think,
0: see that. I don't think that the. I mean, obviously, the final twenty minutes of Halloween one is going to be better than the final twenty minutes of this movie. But I think that midsection where they're they're just doing stuff in this movie is more interesting. Making popcorn. Than- yeah, it's much more interesting than whatever the fuck Annie's doing and getting stuck yeah. in a goddamn window. Yeah. At, at least... What was that guy's name? Bob.
1: What did you rate the movie? No. Creator, Josh, do you know?
2: I, 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 I haven't rated it yet on Letterboxd. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I mean, in 2000, oh. if you asked me, it was five stars. But it's not five yeah. stars now. What,
0: what movie was that? How, whoa. whoa, whoa. How do you
1: know? Uh, if you haven't watched it, Uh I, know it's not I don't tr- it the same way because Ridley Scott.
2: I don't trust anything that I rated in the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm at now, I mean, no. Besides, no Brother, Where Art Thou? No. Big Lebowski. Braveheart. Well, I was I was talking about specifically movies that came out in 2000.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about just like your rating on. The no, movie.
2: no, no, no. Just movies that like I saw in the theater in 2000, or saw they came out around that time. Yeah. Did you watch it recently? No, it was just one of the ones
1: I knew that you had liked a lot because it was like a yeah. uh, a hero not a hero movie that was about to sound too much like comic bookie movie, but. Like um an epic type move. Yeah. Like Braveheart. Yeah. like that,
2: you know? It's uh, like Troy, shit like that. I, Troy gets hated on a lot. I, I stand for Troy. I think t- Troy and Gladiator probably are more neck and neck for me as time goes on.
0: I got to watch them. It's been a long time since I've seen either one of them.
2: I, just, I tell you what, though. Are they fives? Yeah.
0: No, so what I remember like in my mind about Gladiator was it's it's just like a series of fights. Like I know shit yeah, between, just a lot of fighting. but it's almost like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. You know, where like we have to, <laughs> we have yeah. to have a reason to have these different fights in this Coliseum. Yeah, this
1: guy's got to wear a mask. Whereas I feel like Troy probably had more of a story going. I've seen Troy yeah. way less than Gladiator for sure, because just Gladiator just gets more TV play to this day.
0: Well, I feel like Troy you know, probably that shit still I mean, comes on HBO a I lot, think,
1: and maybe what it's like Josh was hitting
0: at, maybe didn't say it, but maybe I, in my mind, way I think he's getting towards is like you know Gladiator's one of those movies you when you first see it, you're like, oh man, this is so cool, but it doesn't hold up as well. Whereas like with Troy maybe got shat on a little bit because it wasn't as visceral and as graphic and it wasn't just like a series of fights over and over and over but yeah. there was probably more to the plot more to the story and made for a better movie in the long run. Yeah. Maybe I have got I got to watch him again. I, that's just like a
2: like a thought from afar at this point. And I think Gladiator was almost and I haven't seen this movie, but I get the vibe. It was almost like a copy paste of Spartacus, you know.
0: Oh, I see. I haven't seen it, but I was going to say, was like, did you ever watch Enter the Dragon?
2: Ah, no. So, I had the so kick people, ass DVD.
0: Yeah, people love Enter the Dragon, and it has some cool fight scenes. But ultimately, Enter the Dragon is it's just like, oh man, Bruce Lee's brothers was killed. We're having this tournament on this island let's show up and have just fights. And here's the reason for the fights, which is why people were so, you know, pissed off about like Mortal Kombat movie because like Mortal Kombat itself was inspired by Enter the Dragon and you've, that movie's already been made. And so why couldn't you just make it with Mortal Kombat characters? But yeah, it was just like, here's a loose plot kind of like, you know, kickbox or blood sport just so we can have these fights in this like tournament style setting or whatever. And that's how I kind of feel about gladiators. Like, Oh man, here's a here's some kind of storyline purpose so we can have this dude have gladiator fights and have cool weapons and cool
2: kills. Yeah, I I think Gladiator is helped by Joaquin Phoenix immensely. Like if you had a lesser actor in that scene and and you know in that part because Joaquin yeah. Phoenix he uh, is amazing as Jesus. I'd have to pick up my phone. I'd have to do a little bit of work right now. But he's amazing in that. But he really is really really good. Yeah. I think he's cast in the new Black Phone movie. Thank God. Possibly. Thank God. Thank God.
1: He's the boy that gets captured.
2: T. You know He's
1: a porn star that gets captured and his dick is
2: mint. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh man. Look. They
1: did call back to that uh like one or two times too many, I will agree. But I did like it how they did call back to it, but they just kept doing it. No, they
2: only called back to it twice. And twice was too many. Did you hear me? His name was Especially Com. the setup. Especially the setup. The setup was so cheesy. His name was Commodus. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Paul. Hang on, what was I going to...
0: You want to know what Russell Crowe's character's name was in that movie? Maximus? Maximus Decimus Meridius.
2: I think that movie was written by John Logan, who... Who's done a lot of good stuff? Um I'm just saying,
0: there's that name just sounds so Maximus Decimus Meridius.
2: Oh, I I can promise you, there's a child right now who's 21 years old who is named that. <laughs> that without a doubt. Josh loved Halloween
0: three. I liked Halloween three a lot and Daniel hated, it.
1: Yep, I hated yeah. it so much.
0: Yeah. So what's
2: next in this timeline? What movie? It's uh final chapter, which will, it's going to be a love fest. I'm
0: well, just going to, yeah. I don't know. We got wild card Daniel here.
2: Ethan I mean, Hawke's not in it, Daniel.
1: Goddamn corkscrew.
0: <laughs> but yeah, this one probably, you're right, it probably will be a big love fest because it's going to be, oh, yeah. part four is going to be close to the top of everybody's Friday list or at the top.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, I I'm think gonna, at she, the top.
0: No, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to make a prediction now and I'm going to say that nobody has it lower than their second favorite Friday movie.
2: Yeah, that's a safe, that's safest prediction you can make outside of your Super Bowl prediction, which is...
0: Oh, um... Ooh, man. I, Uh... When do we get to Nightmare on Elm Street? Because that's the one movie we haven't touched on yet. Is that after after Final,
2: final, chap- after final Chapter?
0: Okay, so that's we're right. finally about
1: to get there. Hell yeah, I can't wait.
2: Yes, and then we're going to go through a string of nightmares, so... Do not worry. Like, it is going to be pretty I'll, consistent.
0: I'll, I'll be out after, like, three of them. <laughs> then I'll be like, when's another movie coming
1: in? Yeah.
2: No, look, I thought about this. Like, we don't get to a bad movie, in my opinion, in this franchise to, like, the late 80s. And we're on 82 now. I mean it's pretty good depends like, on
0: depends on who you're asking cuz Daniel just hated well, Halloween 3
2: That is true That what is fuck true is your
1: fucking ripped Friday the 13th the biggest asshole I've ever seen Well we're That's past Irvingly,
2: that, now. Daniel? We're
0: we're past that, buddy. Yeah.
1: We're, in, we're into it. We're mirror. in 1982.
2: Yeah. You're still living in 1980, bro. Really? Come Jesus on.
1: Jesus Christ. First-person come back shots. to us.
3: All you right,
2: I'll oh, tell you what. Halloween two was a good, just medium love fest between us three, though. Yeah, yeah. we're like, yeah, we medium love it.
0: Yep. Well, it's because it wasn't a bad movie.
2: Exactly, it was a good
0: movie, and it had uh, Bud.
2: Yeah, Amazing Grace sit on my face. You're right.
1: And I also ranked Halloween 2 a two and a half star. And Josh, you praised me for it.
2: I I, I still praise you to this day for being so (laughs) bold.
0: He does does it now, though, not on Halloween
1: 3. Oh, no.
2: You're dead to him. Uh,
1: Halloween 2 was a whole year ago. We're in 1982
2: now. Yeah. Wait till we start covering Got Derrickson movies. Then I can. Time has changed.
0: All right. So, well, that's it. Halloween three, the season of the witch. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. Um, That was us talking about Halloween three. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time when we do Friday 13th part four, the final chapter. Uh, Thank you so much.
1: Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off!